0: I am so, so excited today because we are welcoming a fellow starseed, not only that, but one who comes from Mintonka and is mintonkin which I know Cindy and I have talked about at length on Slightly Spiritual, because um, we believe, you know, I believe I'm from there. Um, Amanda Tiberi. Amanda is a clinical nutritionist and holo- holistic health practitioner who has probably been right where you know you and I have. Um, she prides herself on bridging the gap between holistic medicine and modern medicine to really help clients heal. You may know her as Amanda Nova on Instagram and have probably seen some of her videos floating around. Um, i'm so excited so join us as we chat all things slightly spiritual today amanda welcome thanks for hanging with us today
1: thank you guys for having me i'm excited to be here
0: okay excited. so i know that sorry cindy i got excited yeah, me too. Um, so amanda i know you're super in touch with the other side i know cindy's super in touch with the other side obviously I don't know about you guys, but starting on like Thursday, I just started having like a wicked amount of like signs and symbols show up. And I don't know what the deal is, but has that been like happening to anybody else here? Or I'm am I just a freak?
1: No, it's definitely been happening to me. A big thing with with me is numbers. I don't know about uh, but I I like repeating numbers, but my number is 87. <laughs> So I, I know that that's my spiritual number. I know that that's my guides and I've been seeing it everywhere in the craziest places. Like I'll be watching baseball and somebody will pitch and it'll be 87 oh. miles per hour. And I'm like, whoa. And when am I ever paying attention to like the speed of a pitch? Right. Things yeah. Like that. So it, yeah, it's been crazy.
0: Um, does 87 have any significance for you? Or is that just like a totally random one they picked?
1: A totally random number that started repeating for me about, I would say, 10 or so years ago. And I was just sort of single, living in Hoboken, New Jersey, (laughs) my life. And I just would see it all the time. And then I would say about six months ago, it started showing up again a lot. And I was like, it's my number. I don't know, but it means. It definitely means abundance. When I looked into it in numerology, oh. something with the eight and the seven, Cindy's nodding. So I feel like she knows something. Tell me, tell me more. <laughs> well, I
2: don't, I don't know if this is TMI for a podcast. It, <laughs> do has it. To do my, it has to do with my bank account though. So I'm like, do I share this? Do I not? Uh, <laughs> share a little it's bit. It's a money I'll,
1: number though. It is a money number.
2: It is a money number. So when yeah. I was, my long story short is when I was quitting my corporate gig And I was setting up like my bank account for my business, like, you know, just starting to separate all the finances and like keep everything, you know, kosher, whatever. And I was sitting in the office chair with across from the guy at the bank. And I was like, I'm freaking out in my head. I was like, guys, I'm freaking out. I just need a sign. This is going to be okay. I know I'm meant to be doing this, but like, this is a big leap. I'm super scared. Of course, I'm sitting at my bank account, right? So financials. So when he was done, like the last four digits include two eights and two sevens. I won't say what order it's in. Maybe that will at least protect me a little bit. But anyway, it's eight, seven, Wait, sorry, seven, I'm eight, eight. eight. Give up. us your
0: bank account and post it. Well, the- I'm like, I don't know what people
2: need. I mean, I don't have all the rest of it. So. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, oh my God, I was freaking out. I was already there. Um, like he was already setting it up, but they mean eight, eights are like abundance or eight are abundance. Um, and business specifically and opportunity, same with seven. Sevens can also indicate abundance and, um, new opportunities. And I think it also, I mean, the fact that you're seeing it and you're a very spiritual person, of course, the work I do is very spiritual. I also think it's specific to like a spiritual pursuit or mm-hmm. that you're living out service in the highest and best good of your soul or of like the universe. Right. So I think it also speaks to like the infinity of that eights and you know our infinity symbol on its side, so yeah, it's just crazy. So yes, I always think of that with my business and abundance, and so it's funny that you also get that. Now I don't think I'm that special because now you're getting
1: it. I'm so sorry. Um, First of all, my (laughs) number, but no, it's it's interesting because that's definitely what's been happening in my in my life lately. And now I'm thinking about it because when I was in Hoboken all those years ago, I had gone through a similar situation I'm going through now, which is I had lost my job and I had lost my full-time job back in April and that's when it started to repeat again and now look at us we're putting things together that makes sense yeah but definitely the last few days as well I know that was your actual question Ali. so this week it's been like completely like in my face
0: yeah no these stories are exactly why I ask these questions where they kind of seem mundane and then it's like the best stuff that comes out of them and I'm like wait I'm not seeing that number no just kidding <laughs> I feel like this applies though Cindy to two things the first thing is like either that you're both really special and you were meant to meet for some reason <laughs> or what we were talking about two weeks ago on the podcast where it was like all of these kind of like really unique synchronicities and people meeting and then like realizing these things and like now it's happening in real time so yeah not yeah that either
2: and I- way I've said this a million times. I'll say it again, since we're on the topic, it's not so important what the numbers mean, but it's more important that you pay attention to the thought, Mm -hmm. commitment, decision that you just made right as you saw them. So for me, in that example, right, I was sitting in a chair, like setting up and being like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm going to do this thing full Mm -hmm. time. I'm in it. And then I saw those numbers and they were peeing numbers, whatever they would have been. It's like, okay, yes, we're supporting you. You're on the right path. Keep going. So regardless of what they mean, I always say, pay attention to those thoughts or commitments you're making to yourself. Really yeah
1: that. and that makes so much sense and I and I have been doing a lot of that so maybe while I'm I have to think about that maybe if I'm watching a baseball game I'm sure I'm on my phone doing something I'm always- uh-huh
2: yeah what were you <laughs> so, just looking yeah. at what were you just talking yeah. about what were you just yeah. thinking about and it takes a minute most people are like I don't know and I'm like okay well now you're aware of it so then you'll be able to kind of start tracing your memory back of what was I just doing before I saw those what was I just saying and it'll get quicker like it'll get quicker mm-hmm. like the this- Sooner you think something, the faster you'll see the repeating numbers. Like I was in the car the other day and I was like, you guys aren't listening. I was like, you're not listening to me. I'm all alone down here. What the F is happening? And then I like looked up and the car, like adjacent, like a diagonal license plate, I kid you not, was 888888. Oh and I was like, oh damn. I'm like, I'm not listening to you. Never mind. <laughs> like, yeah, like, the like, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're like, yeah. you're not making <laughs> I was like, they're oh like. <laughs> <man."> <laughs> I know. And
1: I do that too. Like when I see the numbers, I'll speak it. Like, I'm like, yes, I hear you. Thank you. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep, I got it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I hear you.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like, that's how people always ask, like, how do you start like connecting? I'm like, this is how it's like, when you see that saying it out loud, like thinking them, acknowledging yeah. it, that's how you increase the flow of these things happening in your life. So
0: love it. Uh, oh my God. I feel like we're starting out with a bang. Um, at some point I want to come back around and ask you guys, about Mercury retrograde and port N99 and, and all of that good stuff. But before I forget, I wanted to mention so Amanda and I met because I co-hosted an episode of the Tick Boot Camp podcast with I can't remember if it was just Matt or if it was Matt and Rich. Was it just Matt? I think it was. It
1: was I think it was just Rich. Oh, okay. I think.
0: Or was Matt like there in the background or something?
1: Somebody, yeah. One of them was hosting and one of them was there sort of making sure everything flowed correctly.
0: Okay, so I'm not batshit crazy, just a little. No, crazy. no, no. No, no um, you're
1: fully no, you're fully stable.
0: <laughs> oh my god. You're I am not fully stable, but I will take it. I must <laughs>
1: tell me again. Tell me again. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. I'm probably getting their names mixed up on who was who, but no, I
0: I think you're right. I just remember somehow Amanda and I I think we're maybe we were talking about Dr. Horowitz or something but we got on the topic of star seeds which we're gonna get into today yes. but it was like the funniest things I feel like a a switch like flipped for us and then all of a sudden we were off right. like we were just off to the races on this topic
1: and we're <laughs> from the same star unless unless something's changed for you we're from no the constellation so yeah I don't know I get very much like it's soul family vibes like were we supposed to meet because we both came from this constellation that no longer exists I mean it's it's gone you know yeah um we need to talk about
0: yeah no I (laughs) yes we for sure need to talk about Mentaka um I
2: was like which star star which constellation are we talking about here I was like I'm out of the loop which means so Mintaka. So Mintaka is
1: where I I originally was told that I was from Sirius, and then oh, I had wow. someone read me and say that what had happened. What she was like, no, 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 you're from Mintaka, but I had an attached soul, or something going on that was sort of shielding. So that was from, that was from Sirius. So when my energy was getting read for my akashic records were getting read. It was coming up different. And then I found out that because I never resonated with Sirius.
0: Wait, Amanda, for or Cindy, either one of you for sure. us spiritual novices, what is an attached soul? Somebody's got to fill me in here.
2: So do you know, Cindy? <laughs> I could probably like speculate, but I'd rather have you let's have you speak. Sure. Okay. So
1: so I had a reading. So this is not, you know, my area of expertise, I will say, but I have learned a lot about it in terms of getting oh,
0: that's pretty damn close
1: reading (laughs) getting an akashic akashic reading but what i understood of it was that there was some sort of soul energy that was attached to my soul or kind of on top of my soul from childhood and we get them throughout our lives so they happen in different places like say you go to the hospital and something happens and those of us in the chronic illness community we pick up souls left and right right like i had a hospital stint Last April, and I picked up a couple souls, like these things that happen, and they sort of block the your true soul reading or energy. So they need to be cleared in order to get the full akashic reading and have it be true for your energy. If that's not everybody has has them, I'm like a fly strip for dysfunction and souls that are just coming like at me. <laughs> but that was what happened. So. It was. So that was serious. I also spent a lot of time in Sirius apparently as you know throughout because Mintaka no longer exists. So that comes up yeah. a little bit as well. So I learned, I had learned that I was from Mintaka and then we had that connection me and Ali and it was like yeah. It was wild.
0: Yeah. Well, normally I like say Mintaka and like even people that are like slightly spiritual, haha, are like, what are you actually talking about? and then i ha- feel like i have to explain it and with you it just was like an innate bond of um yeah which is pretty cool so it's very very i feel like that i have that um wait now i have like 5 million more questions um So wait, so when you had to clear this like attached soul or like this soul that you, I guess, had picked up from like hospital stints, like whatever it is, I've I've just never heard anybody talk about this before. So I'm like fascinated. How did you work to like clear that then?
1: So I had this woman that read my Akashic records, who's absolutely phenomenal. She did Mm. um, a past life clearing for me and a present life Ah. clearing. She started with the past life clearing. And so what what it was, was she was going into the Akashic records to try to read my, all my stuff, right? Like my records, my past lives, kind of, you know, clear some things. And she was like, if I find that there's a soul, like I, I. Won't be able to properly read you and I'll have to clear it. And so when uh, I actually had my reading, because she does it beforehand and then she reads you okay. what happened, she was like, I had to clear out that energy. And then when I had my present life reading with her, she told me that there were ones attached to me in this lifetime that had come from hospitals and things. And then what happens yeah. with it is that energies emotions different things that happen when we talk when we were talking before we started recording about what's mine what's not mine is that there are things sometimes that were not my things like bouts of depression that I would be like I'm so depressed but it wasn't my stuff you know what I mean and then so once that was cleared like I started to be able to then determine what is mine right like what is actually my stuff and not like these things (gasps)
0: So interesting. And what did you think generally of like your Akashic records reading?
1: I loved it. I think that it was game changing for me to learn yeah. my past lives experience. Because because yeah. there's, you know, we have traumas in, in this lifetime, right? Like we all, you know, small traumas and large traumas. Yeah. Like I think that there's, there's things that we all carry. It's interesting to learn the past life traumas that happen because it explains a lot of it explains a lot of things that we do in this lifetime things we're afraid mm-hmm. of things that hold us back i think a big one for me was there was stuff holding me back from success because mm-hmm. i had had this lifetime right before this one that things had happened in regards to money and success that mm-hmm. it was very this like whole trauma happened so then this lifetime i had this i had these beliefs based on what mm-hmm. my soul has been through before
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and so once you learn those things you can start to be like okay i don't want to hold on to this anymore like let's change, change change this but if you don't know it it's what are you supposed to do it's just you're you're living it right yeah
2: can i ask you a question mm-hmm. on that topic so yeah. i love what you're saying about like past lives and akashic records and everything. But do you think too that as a soul, there were experiences in this lifetime that showed up to help you clear them? Like looking back now, did you maybe have experiences when you were younger in your 20s or what I don't know hold you or whatever that were there to help you clear some of this financial or abundance or success? story that you didn't even realize like that's what you were clearing but now having the perspective of oh I had a past life or this is a trauma and then this happened in this life that was probably trying to help me clear it and now that I have the awareness I've got able to go back and heal the thing from this life and therefore the past life would you say that is true or not or yeah
1: I fully believe that I think I think we I I subscribe to the notion that we choose the experiences and the lessons that we want to learn right before we mm-hmm. come here this that's what I believe and And so I think that we have specific lessons that we need to learn. And I think some of those things are clearing out some of the stuff that's happened before or repeating it until we learn the lesson (laughs) we're supposed to learn. Like a big one for me that I learned is is that my lesson as a soul is self-love, is learning to love myself. So I'm presented with all of these challenges throughout the lifetimes of things I need to overcome to be able to love myself, right? And to, to work through that. And so I think that I, yeah, I 100% think that that's true.
2: Yeah. And being like full disclosure, I have a love-hate relationship with past life readings and Akashic Records and all that stuff, because I do believe in them. I think they're great. My big thing is it's hard to validate. Like I'm really big on evidence and validations. And so it's like, well, it might feel true, but what I do think it validates is some of the experiences that we go through as souls, because I 1000% agree with you that we choose our majority of our life experiences that we go through as a soul here in this lifetime, <laughs> and that it's not a coincidence that maybe you mm-hmm. had a past trauma and yeah. however many lifetimes ago about money. And in this lifetime, you're struggling with like you can't keep money in the bank account or you feel like you just spend right. all the time. or you grew up with parents that were like, put- never had any money or whatever. you know, and you have to like yeah. learn this lesson. so I, I just I think it's both. And that's why I love that you also have that perspective of having gone through life-changing yeah. past life readings and also realizing that you're, the choices you're going through in this lifetime are helping to reveal and heal these things.
1: Totally. yeah. And I, and I'm, I'm a very, so we talked about being from New York. Like I will say that as mm-hmm. a, I am a spiritual and a woo-woo person, but I am also very rational and logical. And so a lot of times I have a hard time believing the things that I believe. Mm-hmm. Do you know, if that makes sense? Yes. Like, yes. Know, like yes. I'm very totally. cynical. So I'm like, so there's also parts of me that I believe in, you know, that there's also generational trauma, right? And there's things Mm -hmm. in the ancestral line, right? Of things that Mm -hmm. happen with our grandmothers and our our mothers and our Mm -hmm. great grandmothers. So there's also that stuff. So we're just like collecting all of this trauma plus the stuff throughout our life. What I think, what I liked about the past life stuff and the Akashic stuff is that at the end of the day, learning that you have a block, as long as you, whatever it is that you believe, it's like, let's just clear it, right? Like let's yes. work on it. And once you acknowledge that, that there's an issue, then you can work on it, whether it's yeah. who knows what it is. It could, they could yeah. be totally taking me on a ride. It doesn't even matter as long as I believe that we're going to <laughs> we're gonna get right through this. Yeah. yeah. So does that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. totally.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think though you're, it's like the best of both worlds being, I don't want to say being skeptical but being rational and like having that, I guess, like cautious, um, energy going into certain things or when you're exploring certain things, but then also having the woo woo spiritual side, because I feel like it's the people that not necessarily people that just trust anybody, but now like Cindy and I talk about this all the time. There's so many people that um they either get scammed like through Instagram with stuff like the Instagram spirituality scammers or the people who like really do have gifts but haven't necessarily honed them and I feel like I don't want to say they start practicing them too early but Mm -hmm. sometimes it kind of drives me nuts I'm like I'll come across all of these like mediums or like card pullers or like Akashic record readers like whatever it is online and I just am like uh I don't know if that resonates or like the way they talk about it resonates. I I've had friends that have had their Akashic records read and um, they'll like be definitively told something Um, like you, you and your boyfriend will break up or like whatever this is. Then all of a sudden they're break, they're breaking up with them because of this reading. And I'm like, I love, like, I'm super careful. And like the only spiritual medium or like healer that I will see is Cindy and we're very very good friends um but I've been seeing Cindy even from before then um but what I love about Cindy is Cindy's thing is always like if it doesn't fit don't make it fit yeah. or like the future can always change like no one can read the future 100% and like so I'm like sometimes I hear other things where I just am like what what are you talking about like what are you doing
1: so yeah yeah. There's somebody, there's somebody on social media. I don't know if it's TikTok or Instagram that does these in- intuition things. And she'll be like, yeah. I'm going to think of something. And if you're intuitive, you'll guess what it is. And I always get <laughs> it wrong. And I'm like, God damn it. I, know I hate them. <laughs> okay, like, I, hate them. I always fall. I'm like, okay. Let's <laughs> stone. It's never, you know, but that's the kind of stuff I think you're taught. Like yeah. I I think yes. you have to, hone your into like I, I've been really working <laughs> on getting in touch with what my stuff is, right like my yes. feelings, my stuff. but there will be things that happen and then I question myself. like I started to yes. so I I started to learn that Claire audience was a gift that I had had in terms of writing and listening and speaking. Mm-hmm. and I question it constantly. like I almost like battle myself so like I'll do meditation and I'll write. Or sometimes it'll come through me and I'll sort of channel and speak. And then I'm like, you're crazy. You're full of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I never use it. I only use it with myself because I often question whether or not it could be my higher self talking. It doesn't mean it's, a yeah. you know, it could be anything.
0: Yeah. No, it's easy to do. And like, I... I am like nowhere near you and Cindy. The other side, like I love it, but it still freaks me out a lot. And I like, I'm constantly, Cindy knows this, I'm like constantly working to like get comfortable and like, um, but yeah, I have those moments too where I'm like, I'm like, did I actually pick up on that? Did, yeah. d- is that actually like, or am I like losing my mind? Like I pulled cards for Cindy on something for the first time that I like sat and like really like, tried to pull for for somebody I guess like in a really serious manner and I just kind of let things come into my head and I like did it and I was like honestly Cindy I was like should I even send this to her is this right did I actually pick up on this is that actually what I heard and I was like you know what like if anybody's going to tell you that you're super off it's Cindy so like you just have to go with it like because I pull cards for myself all the time My my husband has me pull cards for him all the time like stuff like that but like I don't know. It's like almost like you're self-conscious about like if it's actually happening. So I, I totally understand that. And I'm like, what, why? Like, who cares if you're doing it right, for you? Right. I don't well, know. That's,
1: that's where I've gone with it too. Is like, I'll write these messages, you know, and I'll kind of like write this stuff. And then that's how it yeah. feels too, like, if it isn't, if it is, if it's just my brain, my subconscious, right. In some way, yeah. shape or form, it's still helpful for me to read, the yeah. words, right. Like it's still helpful. And so it's been such a beautiful practice for me, but I definitely, I mean, Cindy, you're, I'm, you're on another, like I'm, I am definitely not, you know, I, I still am. I'm nervous as well. I still get freaked out by things. If I feel like there's something in my apartment, I'm like, please go away. Yes. You. yes.
0: <laughs> you. I'm the yeah. same way. Yeah. I'm yeah, the no, same I'm way.
1: Yeah. I know if there's a spirit and I'm just like, please, yes. nice you. I'm good. It's nighttime. Come back in the day. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. yeah. Yeah. And I, it's funny. I've talked about this with Cindy at length before, and I've talked about this at length with my mom before, because my mom's very spiritual. She can talk to the other side. Like she, I think like she can't control it, I guess, in the way that like, obviously like Cindy's work to hone her practice. Like my mom will walk in somewhere and like somebody will just start talking to her. Mm. Um, and but the good thing about my mom is like she can tell who it is so like she'll be like oh that's so-and-so like if it's somebody we know she's like oh it's just so-and-so and And then I'm like okay and it makes me feel a little bit better but like I can't tell the difference in the moment so no matter what it just freaks me out
1: yeah yeah no I'm I'm the same way like if something comes through and I channel something or I write something I know that it's not me because it's usually in either a different cadence of speaking or a different yeah. accent. Like I can usually tell that it's not me. Although I've never, I just I just was telling my husband this. Like I've never recorded it because I never want to break the connection mm-hmm. and because it's so new for me. So I, I have never yeah. like actually heard. I've, I've only seen the writing, but it's usually mm-hmm. different. It's usually just different, like a different voice or different accent. Like I know that's not me, but I, I don't know what that is like I don't know if it's a guide I don't know if it's my higher self I don't know if it's a past like I, I don't know what it is um it's very nice <laughs> it's you I think it's the same one <laughs> I don't know but it's yeah I I wish that I I'm sure if I honed it and practiced it more it could be something that could be really interesting but I'm just kind of dipping my toe in because I yeah I'm a little, yeah you know.
0: And it's funny because that's a question I had for you that I guess maybe we'll see if they come through at some point and send you a sign for who it is or whatever. But that's a question I had for you was like, if you kind of like more or less like channel either side, like who do you work with? Who are the guides you work with? Things like that. But so I'm hoping they send you a sign for who it yeah. is because now I want to know.
1: <laughs> well, I speak to, I'll tell you who I, who I speak to. So I speak to my guides a lot that's who i sort of i guess i would say pray to i am a verbal manifester mm. person. so i have and i i learned that through um a, a good friend of mine does astrology and she had done my chart and told me that that's how i manifest and that's how i started speaking and you know i i write so it's like everything is words with mm. me so yeah i speak to my guides i call them my white lights and my blue lights and that's who i talk oh. to I and love that. Yeah. So it's them and then my star brothers and sisters. Like I will like think that I'm, you know, like whoever's whoever's left from the fam up in the stars, that's who I also speak to. Those are like my that's my crew. I so love it. that's who's coming, that's who's coming through. But I think, yeah, I'm very much like spirit guides. That's who I. At least that's how I refer, you know, to them. Yeah. I always say like praying is praying, right? Like whoever. Yes. So I'm like, dear spirit guide so dear blue lights and white lights, this is what I'd like today. <laughs> Please protect oh my me. God. I and I it. think that's
2: so important to note that it's not so important, like the names of who you're connecting with, but more that you recognize, I'm assuming as like you said, a certain tone or voice that tends to come through mm-hmm. because people are like, well, what are their names? Who are their names? And I like, can give names, but they're, they don't have names on the other side. That's a very earth thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why like the big, like, um, like I'm, heard people, I'm sure people have heard of the law of one it's channeled by raw, like, that's like a sound, right? It's like raw, like, because they don't have names, they they are a vibration and a resonance and a sound. So I think it's great and amazing that you maybe just call them by colors or lights or just particular mm-hmm. entities like Star Brothers Scissors, because they don't always need to have names. Now, sometimes someone will come through with a name or something like that, like if it's an ascended master or something, but they don't have to because they don't really have names on the other side. It's more like a just a vibration. So, yeah, frequency. Yes, that's okay. right. So, that's so cool that you're that. doing it that way.
1: I love that. Um, I and, mean, Cindy, would you say, now I'm going to ask questions like it's my podcast? Hold on. So, <laughs> Cindy, I love you, it. Would you say that it's more likely that it's the frequencies that come through okay. rather than when people are like, I'd love to talk to my grandmother that died? Is it more that it's like these frequencies or is it those people, like the spirits of people that have passed?
2: So I think when it's a particular soul that you knew in this lifetime, because you loved them in this physical body and in that physical body, when they were here, it's easier to pinpoint a specific soul or name. It, they're bound by love. Right. But, um, when it is, uh, like a higher collective, I call them collective consciousness guides or the ascended masters, like Archangel Michael and Christ and the Buddha and whatever else you know, those ones you can call them by name, but that when they, when I'm channeling them, feel it's a frequency, it's a feeling, it's a vibration. I'll be like, Oh, like Christ energy is here. Or, oh, mother Mary's here, or whatever. But because you have known them in this lifetime, I, you, I do feel like you can connect with a particular grandmother or a grandparent or brother. And people all the time just say to me, like, Oh my God, you sound just like that. Like the other day I was saying, like talking about something, I don't remember who it was, some guy, And I, he was asking a question. The person I was channeling for him, like a mother figure. And I was like, well, she goes, her answer to your question is karma is a bitch. And he, he turned white as a ghost. He goes, she would always say that. She would always say karma, it's a bitch. And so we were dying laughing. He's like, that is her. He's like, you are talking to her. So, and again, it's more of like a, I could pinpoint that particular soul because he knew her in this lifetime and they're connected through love. So I think it just depends on, I mean, I do believe you can connect with particular souls. I think that, That is like a frequency that I've honed to be able to like connect to, but anybody can connect to these, like you're calling the lights or Arcturians or guides or spirits or whatever. Um, I don't know if I answered your question, but.
1: yeah, No, that makes total sense. I like what you said about the ascended masters, because I will say that I don't, I don't work too much with, with the angels, although I believe that the lights are, you know, what, what you're saying, right? It's like this collective, but I will speak to Archangel Gabriel um especially because mm-hmm. I've been trying to get pregnant and so and Ooh. not even realizing making that like connection this was
0: meant to be
1: yeah I I realized oh it my god reading some book about about something and I was like I was looking for lilies and then I was reading Gabby Bernstein's book talking about how she was praying to Gabriel and asking for lilies and it's apparently connected and I was like what like I didn't realize I was like doing the same thing Kind of it was a synchronicity, but yeah. So that's the only archangel that I'll be like, "Hey, what's up?"
2: <laughs> um,
0: Cindy does a lot of work with spirit babies. I you do.
2: Okay. I do. So, yeah. Yeah. I
1: need to do a session.
2: Like I, I was yeah. like, "Do we want to do it now and cut it out if we don't want it live, or do we want to do yes. it?" later? Oh my okay. god!
1: Please do. I am. I am actually yes. I oh am trying god. very hard. I
0: also very I have to tell that. you tell you guys I always write the episode descriptions as we go and I I'm gonna have to cut so much down because there's so much good stuff I'm literally at like a page oh my Maybe God. God. like, a, at, two like part. a page of stuff well, that's what I part. just oh I God. just sent <laughs> you guys in the chat was like are you guys good if we go over an hour and then I'll just do a part one and part two but if you guys no, have to not. go right at 12 just there's no pressure so
2: no I'm, I'm-, I'm- okay I can go over like 15, 20 minutes. I have clients okay. starting at once. So I just got to get the okay. puppy out because I'm still on puppy. Day. Perfect. Oh, Ooh, I baby. have chills now. Jeez. Oh, about baby? Oh my
0: God.
1: Yeah. Well, because I just started speaking about it. It's been a little bit of a challenging journey and I just yeah. started trying mm-hmm. to be a little bit more open about this experience. So the fact that I said it at all and now you're like, oh yeah, it's
2: therapy. I'm like, oh. I'm <laughs> 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 um, well, do you want to do it? Yeah, please. Okay, Go so, ahead. um, can you just well, how do I don't want to start? Um, has it been like two? Why well, they show me number two? It's been like two years that you've been trying, or eighteen months? Like, where are you at? Have you had two miscarriages? Where are you at with this two number?
1: It's been a year, but I would say two months that we've really been, that I've really okay. been being like this cycle, please, because I've gone through a lot of ups and downs with my job and stuff. So it's been two months where I finally been like, okay, we're really doing this.
2: Okay. And so, and you haven't, you're not doing like the IVF, uh, you haven't gone down that road at all, right? No. Okay. All right. Um, I'll say it all. Do, you, do I have permission to read for you today? No. Okay. I think I just need the verbal. Again, verbal. Yes. Um. Okay. Okay. Your spear babies got sass. Um. That's I just. Looked, I just looked over and I was like, "So what are you doing?" And they were literally like sitting back, like in a hammock around this thing with their legs crossed, just like, "Well, I'm just chilling." And I was like, "Well, what the f? You're supposed to be. What are you doing?" And they're like, "Well, I'm. I'm. They're not ready for me." That's the first thing they said. So. Um, I was like, well, they said they're right. I'm like, there's a disconnect because she's saying she's ready for you. And why are you telling me you're- they're not ready? So there's a disconnect there. So, um, and they keep hearing February, something about February, this February, the month of February. So I don't understand why that's such a big deal. Is that your birthday? Your husband's birthday? No, but that, came up,
1: for, no, but that came up for me in my tarot card saying, when am I going to get pregnant? And it said two.
2: Okay. So yeah. I keep seeing the month of two. So it could be in February. Now I'm just going to tell you something. Just a missing caveat. I sometimes pick up on the due, the future due date. So don't get upset if you don't, if, I, if we get this reading and like February comes and goes and you're not yeah. pregnant, you could be due in February, like 2024, like in another year. I don't know that it's that late. Like I do, I don't know, but we'll just see. So just, okay. just know that like, there's some, I don't know, something to, or something happened in February. I don't understand if it already happened. Okay. So, um, what is, what, why is not ready? I'm not ready. Um, they're saying, I don't know if it's you or your husband, but they keep saying there's it's actually like the thing the thing you want most is the thing you fear the most right now as well. So are you worried about being a bad mom or not being able to juggle like work life balance? Or do you have any fears oh around to
1: get emotional and Alex not understand this? It's because I'm my health, like I just I've been not feeling all that great.
2: So okay, it's your health. I'm afraid okay. it's gonna take a turn again. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so this is uh, this is why baby says that you're not ready, and it's not because of your health. It's because you are worried about your health, and therefore, if you're worried about it, you're going to manifest it, and then the baby's not going to be able to come in. So the baby's waiting. So because the baby's like, I'm ready. They're not. So just so you know that this is, um, I talk about obstacles, but these are things that are just sort of in the path or in front of you to heal. Um, but remember, these are things that you have the power to remove and heal. I always say obstacles or blocks in our path are actually the flashing neon light of where to go next. People are like, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do next. I'm trying to get pregnant. It's not working. I'm like, okay, well, where's this fear block? Uh That's the next step. That is the flashing neon light of like, you got to heal this. Okay. Yeah. Right. So your health. So, and I, if I, I believe you've talked about this on social, but you're, you are recovering from Lyme or in remission from Lyme. Correct. Am I saying it correctly? Okay. So. I mean, your body's great. Like you're, I'm scanning your body and your body feels great right now. I do not see anything like remotely, like worried about that. I think if I had to, like, your mind is essentially feeling like it's like, a baby is something that you want so badly. And it's sort of like when you get the things that you want or in the past, when you've had something that you really, really, really been looking forward to, then your body goes downhill. So you're sort of, you've sort of equated like joy or miracles or amazing things in life with then My body fails me. Does that make yeah. sense?
1: 100%. Okay. I, mean, I just started working in my own business and my like dream situation. And now I feel like crap, <laughs> I feel horrible. I don't feel good. Okay.
2: Okay. So your body is showing up and using this as a, as like, uh, there's something still here that needs to be healed. Cause I don't believe the body wants to work against us. I believe the body is also a tool that our spirit uses to help show us like a different way forward. So we got to disconnect these two things where joy equals your body fails you. So younger. Oh my God. They're going back to age like two, three two or three years. Okay. So what was going on at age two or three for you? Like, um, did you have a sibling that was born? Did you end up in the hospital? Did one of your parents end up in the hospital? Um,
1: no, I mean, I'm an only child. I don't know if my parent, my mom was trying to have another baby and never could have another baby. So I don't know if that okay. was happening. Yeah.
2: Okay. So do you know if she ever had a miscarriage after you?
1: Not a miscarriage, but she had a DNA. So she had like, she had some endometriosis going on.
2: Oh okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Okay, I'm gonna go with <laughs> it. I'm, like a procedure I'm, because she
1: had endometriosis.
2: Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not a doctor. I always say that. I'm not a doctor. I don't understand all that. I just <laughs> know what they're showing. Me. Okay. So you picked. I'm gonna say you picked this up from her. I'm gonna say that you, when she had you, this was like the biggest joy, the biggest miracle, the thing she was most most excited about. And then her body failed her, as in she got endometriosis and couldn't have kids again, or whatever it was. So let's just use that. Simple narrative for the point is. So you being alive at two or three of us saw all this and was like, oh, well, when really good things happen and the body falls apart, right? So I'm just gonna separate these two things and just say that you no longer need to uh hold space for this story, that this is your mom's story, not yours. So we're gonna let this go. And knowing I feel, I also feel like there was like an overcompensating with you of you trying to make your mom happy when you're younger because you knew she was wanting more kids and couldn't have them. And I also feel like there's like a lot of knots in this little thing. So we're just gonna unravel the whole thing. I also feel like there's a another layer or subconscious of this of like it's hard to get pregnant. It's hard to get pregnant. It's hard to get pregnant. I'm assuming your mom, I don't know how long it took her to get pregnant with you, but there may have been a little bit of time for that. And so I think there's this story of like it's hard to get pregnant. It's hard to get pregnant. It doesn't, that doesn't, that's no longer your story. You don't need this anymore going forward. Um again, your mom feels like with her story of pregnancy, it just feels like she was overburdened or worried. Again, I said this a minute ago about the work-life balance. Somebody's got this story somewhere. So yeah. we're just going to say hello to it and let it go. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's your mom. Was she working at the time she got pregnant with you? Do you know? Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. And she was a working, working mom.
2: Okay. So this is this work-life balance thing. Cause I feel like she felt guilty all the time about like not being around for you as much and like all the things. Um, Okay, there's still more. Hang on. And I um, have that story too. Cuz I have so this about
1: the work and yeah, like what am I going to do? How am I going to have a business and have a baby? I I think about this.
2: Yeah. Okay. So again, this is your mom's story. We are you don't I mean maybe, maybe it's now your story, but we you don't need to um carry this forward anymore and I'd even flip it and say like the Spirit baby that's coming in knows that you are going to be working and living out your purpose because that's what you are doing today. And they're very proud of you for this. And they're excited to just add, like, maybe your business even expands with the fact that you become a mother, that you even have like more energy and more ideas and more creativity, or that you're able to like hire additional support and helps so that you can do both. Like, you don't have to do it all alone. Okay. Yeah. Um, And by you hiring people, you're expanding and giving other people opportunities to do more things, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So, um okay they're showing me one a little bit more weight on this hang on um all right what's with your dad I guess it's your dad or your husband Um uh, what's with your husband's dad let's go there um is he a workaholic or does he was he like a kind of an absentee dad for your husband um no
1: well actually actually yeah he worked constantly he's retired now but yeah no he did yeah like, he but when you're anything.
2: yeah when your husband was growing up was his dad not around a lot because he was yeah, he
1: didn't. Yeah. He was never at events or anything because he worked on events. Yeah.
2: Okay. So this is for your husband. Um, the spirit baby saying, and he's worried about, um, not just work-life balance, but like being a good dad. Like he does not want to end up like he doesn't want his child to go through the childhood that he went through, which is basically like kind of not having a supportable parents or not having. I mean, I think your husband, like, no offense for him. kind of calling him out on this pocket. I think he's very much like a people pleaser, like wants to make his parents happy and his dad proud. And like, he may not subconsciously say these things, but subconsciously thinks it a lot. So the spirit baby of yours is like, yeah. And dad, my dad's got to, Your husband's got to clear this part too. Like yeah. he is not going to be the same thing as his dad, that he is going to be more conscious and is going to make an effort. And he's got to learn boundaries. Your husband needs to learn boundaries. That's like his number one thing. I love it. <laughs> um, and this is like work-life boundaries. This is like parental boundaries of like not worrying about what people think not that he like cares what people think but like wants that pat on the back accolade type of thing okay mm. all right what else all right baby you stay baby. Your stay baby's on it man okay um who's the j name would you know a j like a john or joe or joan who's my father
1: is james
2: james is he alive or past
1: Alive. i have a past a friend that's that comes up for me often his name is justin is she-
2: that's it, it's Justin. Okay, sorry, Justin, not, not James.
1: Hold. Yeah, he always comes. Oh, him. he's
2: here. Okay, so he's here with the spirit baby hanging <laughs> out too. Sorry, I didn't get the, I apologize for not being yeah, the no, name, but it was a male.
1: Energy. Yeah, he is
2: childlike in energy. So he's hanging out with your spirit. baby. I was like, it's a male J first name yeah. hanging up and he's connected to you. So I was like, who's this person? And I asked him where he sat in the family tree and he's like, I don't sit there. I'm like, oh, so. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's a like soul. A cousin friend. Yeah. Yes, he's like a cousin friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And he's passed, right? He's, you yeah. said he's passed. Okay so he's stepping in as well to just say like, you got this. Um, he's with a spirit baby. Um, he's staying as soon as like October, these next round of eclipses, honestly, could bring the baby in, which is in two months. Honestly, that could be the two I keep seeing. Ooh. Um, so pay attention to October, November. He's saying that this time frame is going to be really good for you. He's also saying that you are too hard on yourself. You're very, um, self, overly self-critical. And if the baby was to come in today, that would also spiral your body in that you'd be like worrying about every little thing that you thought or said or thought, you know, whatever. So he's watching, he's saying like, watch what you consume or bring in, like in terms of like how you're connecting with yourself. Okay. All right. Let me see if there's anything else that Justin wants to say about baby spirit, baby. You can, and I just to say, you can do it. I kind of feel like deep down, you don't think you're going to be able to pregnant naturally.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. I, wor- I okay. work with women. One of the things that I do in my practice is work with women through IVF and work with women who are trying to get Shit. pregnant.
2: Stop it. Okay.
1: So how much of that am I like, okay, well, this is hard, right?
2: Oh my this God, hard, girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just thank you, Justin, for calling that <laughs> one out. Um, he's calling you out on this. He's like calling you out on your stuff. Cause he's like, she pregnant thinks pregnant. deep down she can't get pregnant naturally. And I did not know you work with much bunch of IVF. Okay. Well, yeah. he's like, he's like, are you going to be the rule or are you going to make a new rule? Or are you going to be the exception to the rule? He's like, how do you want to, how do you want to live your life? Yeah. He's like, how do you want to live your life? And he's like, you get to decide you're making, you're making the decision now because it's something that you ch- are going to choose and your body's going to support you with physically. You feel fine. Like I don't, the only thing I do see is I don't know if you're not ovulating regularly because he's um, saying he can help with that or your baby can help with that. Um, like yeah, you should be synch- off. Yeah. okay, all that's all right. right. I always tell people too, like when I work with other clients with this, I always tell people like, don't be afraid of that because two of my clients that have been having trouble getting pregnant, one was trying for like three years and one was trying for like almost a year. They both got pregnant after like not cycling, like skipping okay. a month. And then the next month they got pregnant. So ple- these spirit babies yeah. do not give a crap about your cycle per se So don't let that, don't be like, oh, I didn't have one last month. So like this month we're out. No, 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 no. That's happened twice already. And these are just people who have followed up with me. I don't know if it's happening even more frequently than that. So he's saying, don't worry about this, but I do feel like you need to like kind of visualize like, I don't know, ovulating or whatever. They're showing me something with that. Like just starting to like visualize that for yourself. Don't you, when you talk about attachments, you're taking on your stories of your clients. Yeah, I know you, that's exactly what you're doing. Um, it's also funny that you're helping other people when you're struggling with yourself, but that's exactly, I feel like why you're meant to help other people. It's then to be the way shower and be like, but I, I did this for myself too, but you probably feel like a little bit of a false prophet at this moment, like preaching to people like, Oh yeah, you can do all this stuff blah blah blah. you got, when you can't even do it yourself. Right. Like, yeah.
1: And not that you can't, face. can't
2: is a, yeah. yeah, I can't, can't is a very strong word, but right now you just, it's not happening. So, um, but this is happening for a reason. Okay. Let me see what baby else. Also, also let's see. Anything else? Anything else? Ganesh is showing up. Ganesha, Ganesh is showing up to help remove obstacles. So just know that he's here assisting you. All right. We clear it all. One, we clear. Okay. Those are all the stories. That's everything that's showing up. Okay. I don't know how many more times I can say this till I'm blue in the face, but like you can get pregnant naturally. Okay. So mantras like my body is designed to conceive. Um, I'm meant to conceive a baby. I'm meant to be a mother. All those things can be really, really helpful. And then I would say you love to journal. So journaling on like some of these stories or old stories or letting them go. We just had a full moon. We're still in that energy. So like writing these stories out and releasing them. Um, but babies kind of like sat up and was like, Oh, like looked at me like, "Mm, you got, you cleared a lot. So we cleared a lot just now. So like, you might feel like buzzy after this very normal um and then justin keeps showing me balloons or flowers so um is it his birthday that's my sign for birthday within a month of today's date so is it his birthday coming up or his anniversary was passing or yours it'd be like in october or september Um, or august
1: he would have passed in it was august it was actually august 7th oh my god (laughs) eighty-seven.
2: Oh my God, you are so funny. That's him. He's giving, that's why he's bringing up his birthday. Okay.
1: Oh my God, that's crazy. I just realized
2: that. Whoa. Okay. So he's sending you eight Whew. sevens because you've been helping with the baby, and um, he's a little outside my window, but technically we're only in September, like twelfth or whatever. We're just, he's just outside my like four week window, so I'll let him. I'll let it slide. It's my birthday. His... It's my
1: birthday this weekend. <laughs> it's my birthday. Oh, I
2: was gonna say it's gotta be you then. I was gonna say it's gotta be. Okay, beautiful. It's so my he's birthday. acknowledging me. Hello. <laughs> okay, everyone How does that. that. Um, but he's saying and he showed me balloons, which I feel like is for him, and flowers, which is for you, because flowers are my sign for like you. And then balloons tend to be like I don't even know that's a new one kind of, but he chose balloons. So just know that he's sending you, um, he's saying happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Aww. you should celebrate. I always I always
1: yeah. ask for flowers, like lilies. Like I was saying the lilies from my spirit to yes. tell me about the pregnancy. So I'll be like,
2: Okay please send me lilies. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I love that. Okay. He's excited. He's like very excited for this. Justin's like saying, you got this, keep going. Don't convert before the miracle occurs. And remember that last piece of it too, is like, just because good things happen doesn't mean that your body needs to fail you. I think we could go in this longer, but I want to kind of wrap it up, but yeah. you may want to journal on like, how is your body trying to support you or show up for you? It sort of feels like it's like, well, you're self-sabotaging the situation. Your body is so that you don't have to get disappointed by something not working out or even though everything great is working out, you might have a limiting belief around abundance of like, well, when this goes really well, then this goes really bad. Or like, well, my relationship is great. Then my work sucks. Or if my work and my relationship are good, then my body's going to fail me. Or like if all those are going well, then I can't get pregnant. Like these are all limiting beliefs, right? Like no. that's all not receiving abundance. Like maybe all of those things could go great at once your body, pregnancy, work and relationship. Like what if it was all great at once? And what if you didn't have to wait around for the other shoe to drop it? That was just your norm your normalcy in this lifetime like what then like what would that feel like how would you act how would you move through the world right so that's what they're. that's a baby's kind of challenging you with of like maybe you don't have to keep having things bad things like go south I feel like your body is showing up to again like kind of um it's a predictable bad thing happening so that you don't have to live in the unknown of bad things happening. It's like, oh, well then this bad thing happened. I already know how to deal with this. Yeah. But what if you didn't have to have bad things happen?
1: Yeah. That's so, what's so synchronicity. Like what's was so crazy about that is that this morning I had this thought of like, why do I always think this is, why do I always think that because of work or something is going good, that something has to go bad. And I literally journaled and wrote down what yeah. if like, it's okay that everything can be okay. <laughs> like it is okay that everything can be okay. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I needed to hear this. Cindy, yeah. you're so fucking cool. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. Thank you so
2: much. You're so welcome. So just know you might feel light and the after this. I'm thanking Justin. I'm mm-hmm. sending him home with you. He says, he'll continue to send you all the signs, even when you don't put it together. <laughs> He's funny. Um, and what's with baseball with him? He's wearing a baseball cap. Do you understand this for him? Is he a big, uh, like it's, or is it like I think he was um, in,
1: he's. I think he Yankees. was a Yankee. Fan. I'm a really, really big baseball person. It's like holding, oh, you are? Okay. holding my life together right
2: now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. So he's like, At least you have baseball. Cause he showed me like the baseball hat. Yeah. So he's like, At least you have yeah, baseball. More,
1: uh, yeah, he was a big okay. like Yankee hat person.
2: Okay, I was gonna say, because I was gonna say he's like showing me a baseball hat and he's like, mention the hat and then he, that was a parallel message too. He's like at least he's like, At least you got the baseball. I don't know how the Yankees are doing. Yeah, this year, well
1: but... I'm a Met fan and they're doing really oh. well. So Oh, I was gonna say because he's a like the Yankees
2: thought. are he's like the Yankees are sucking, and I was like, I don't How they're doing? He goes. They suck. They're sucking. I'm like, I haven't followed them in a while. Although they are my favorite team, but that is so funny. Okay. Well, I'm thanking him and sending. And your baby just sat. Your baby's like sitting up. Like, oh, okay. Now, like, paying attention. Now, like, before your baby was like, they're not ready. I'm over here. And now your baby's like, oh wait, that like we create an opening for them. So just be aware. Oh my god. Cool. So fun. Thanks for letting us do that.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you guys. Well, first of all, I wasn't expecting that at all. Thank you. That was unbelievable. I mean,
2: I love talking about spirit babies. It's like my favorite thing to do. I can't believe that. Besides pets.
1: (laughs) It's one of those things, you know, when you, you think about stuff and you manifest and you're like, one of my Mm -hmm. things is always to my guides and the universe is always to send me the right things I need to hear, the right teachings, the right books, the right things. It's always really important to me that I Love to learn, and that the whatever I need to learn to get through whatever is happening is that it's presented to me, right? And so I always will take those things. So I do feel like this is something that, yeah, happened for a reason. So I'm so grateful. Thank you.
2: You're welcome.
0: So cool. That was crazy. That's all. So I
2: <laughs>
0: like, there's no way to go into anything else from that. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. literally this we're gonna have to do yeah. honestly what might end up being
2: a second recording.
0: Yeah. Well I was gonna Let's say even together. this I could probably split into two, but I'll leave it as one and then we're gonna have to do a second one. I'm sorry, Manta. No, it's
2: because fun. there's yeah, so I...
0: much here didn't even like graze. Yeah that yeah. I really wanted to talk about. Yeah yes. um, and
2: I had questions for her too. So I don't know. I feel like everything happens for a reason though. And I really feel like maybe there's a bunch of people right now that are struggling with pregnancy as well and needed to kind of think about some of these things or like go through some of that stuff. So thank you for being so vulnerable and allowing people to talk about it. It's rare that we get someone who's so open to be able to be read and have it be recorded. Um, But yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. No, thank you so much. I still, I just have to tell you something. I still don't think we got the rest of that J name, that J O name. It sounds like J O like, I don't know if it's John June, Joan, they're still hanging around me. So you got to ask your husband if he knows anyone on his side of the family with that name feels like first, I know Justin's here, but they're, they keep saying, you mentioned the J and I'm like, I did. So just, uh, I don't know, just table. I don't know if it's like your baby in some way, or like, I don't know, or someone is about to name their kid, John or something, or mm-hmm. J- I don't know. I just table it. Um, it could be some, a friend of somebody who's just in the family. They feel J-O, okay, definitely J-O. Yeah, mm. yeah. It, yeah, it feels like J-O, to, okay. or John, yeah, it's still Johnny, I'm like Johnny, June, Jan. it could be J-U, another J-U, John, June, Jenny, Joan, Jean, it could be Jean, honestly, I don't know, just table it.
1: Okay, okay. I'll okay, I don't,
2: I'm just gonna ask them to, maybe we can cut that part out of the recording, but it does matter
0: say what. oh my god um also it was super interesting like listening to that because even though it doesn't necessarily apply like for me with the whole like pregnancy or baby thing the fact and I think that this will apply to like a lot of people in a lot of like various and sundry situations especially around like health but like the question of like why can't everything go well? Or like the association, like it literally mm-hmm. was like a light went off for me when Cindy was talking about the association of like joy and then like your health going downward. Um, and I don't know if it's like a, I don't want to call it like a self-sabotage thing, but I feel like it's one of those things where, at least for me, it's like you work so hard to get to a certain point that you like burn yourself out and then mm-hmm. your health crashes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how can I go about this in a more sustainable way? manner or a manner that like is better suited for me and like Mm -hmm. the fear almost around like that joy or success or like for me I feel like it's a lot of things around like work Mm -hmm. it's like you get to a certain point and then you're like oh my god oh my god and then it like it crashes like your body crashes and burns um so I thought that was really 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 interesting and like so powerful for so many people
1: yeah and it makes and it makes so much sense I think especially with Like I what's been I think bothering me so much when we were talking about Mm -hmm. flaring over the past couple of weeks is that like I had gotten to a place where I was believed to be in in remission, right? That I was in remission. And then and then all of a sudden it's like things start have been going well in business. And so then you do get to this place where when you start feeling pain or things start to flare, then it's like, well, of course of course, things like this, uh, this happens now. Right. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. I definitely believe that removing that block is so key for so many people who are dealing with health issues, because we all do that too, where it's also, we also catastrophize, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like I'm like one pain and I'm like, that's it. That's it. It's here. Mm -hmm. It's back. (laughs) Like going down the slide, you know, and and that's and there's so, cause you get scared. Like I'm very afraid mm-hmm. right now that I'm going to need medication that I haven't needed in six months. Right. Like I'm like, yeah. okay, well, now I have to go back to that. I'm going back where, you know, then you start to smile. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I would like to not do that, you know, anymore.
0: Yeah. It's hard. And it's, it's hard to get to the point too, where like I have, I have that same thing sometimes, especially being back to like actively treating after like so long of like, not treating or not needing to, or like whatever that looks like, but of getting into the mind frame of like, well, so what if I do need that? Like, it's just a part of my toolkit, you know, or like whatever that looks like. And I was on the phone with um, one of my doctors on Friday morning, just kind of like catching up and chatting. And he was telling me like, he has certain patients where like around their period, around full moons, like stuff like that, like patients that aren't actively treating he has to pulse like a four day um like treatment with them like around those times and he's like and it takes care of like whatever it is they don't backslide they don't like it keeps them in a good you know space with their body so it's like it's hard coming to like a point of acceptance though you know that like things ebb and flow because like something happens you're just like well fuck like what am I going to do now
1: (laughs) And also with the moon stuff, it's, I, I talked So, so funnyly enough, my, my therapist has Lyme. So we've also ah. been for four years together where she learned she had Lyme and she was like, you know, "Yeah, Lyme. like, and we kind of like this whole thing. But I feel like with the moon stuff is we're always talking about like, it's a mm-hmm. new moon. I'm flaring. It's a full moon. I'm flaring. Right. And then yeah. it's like, well, it's happening all the time. So then it's mm-hmm. like, how do you you know it's just like yeah. every other week you're supposed to bear down you know it's like it gets yeah crazy, you know and then it just yeah. becomes your life and so that's the stuff too that's just like I'm such a proponent of having tools in your toolkit to manage yeah. all this stuff because you have to live you know you're yes. not always going to be healing you're always you're all, mm-hmm. oh, but you're always going to be managing what's going on
0: yeah absolutely I love how you just said that
2: um <sighs>
1: Well, we'll record again, but this was so. Yes, we
2: will. Thank you so much. Oh my God!
0: Thank, Thank you, you This is great. Cindy, is there anything else you want to end on?
2: Um. No. I well, I'll just say one more. I'll just say one thing because this came up a lot last week, so I'll just say it for the group. Which is, this message came through for a client, and they, my, their guides, or like my guides, are basically saying, "If you're looking during this crazy energy and these portals and this full moon." If you're looking for permission to blow up your life, we're giving you permission to blow up your life. Meaning oh, like, no. if you feel like it's time to just take a hard left and do something different and just drop some of these limiting beliefs and just be like, you know what? This ain't, this is not my story anymore. This is not what I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm doing this. They were like, that's what September's about. Like, that's what this energy is about is just, if you're looking for permission to blow up your life and do things differently, this is your permission slip, just freaking go and do it. So while some of these things are, like you said, are very frustrating about coming back into like having a pain or backsliding or whatever it is, whether it's health or relationships or work or pregnancy, whatever, mm-hmm. this is your permission slip to just do things differently. And maybe these things are showing up to give you an opportunity to do things differently this time, or to change your mindset around this time, or mm-hmm. to choose a new, new, new belief, not new limiting belief, but a new belief. Uh, um, so yeah. So I just want to kind of, sh- shout that out for anyone that's looking for validation on just changing everything. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: thank you so much, Amanda, for being with us for anybody who is listening. You can find Amanda on many modalities, but my favorite is Instagram. So you can find her at Amanda Nova wellness. And I'm sure that we will be back shortly with a
2: part two at the very least. So thanks guys. Have a good rest of your week.